spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line or maybe even read stories with me or maybe you have a story you would like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. I'm your host Mark and thanks for joining me today. I'm super excited to uh, read. Today, believe it or not, we don't have just one, but we have two short stories to share with you. So I'm really excited. Um, They're both pretty quick, but you know, I I feel like not every lore has to be some huge 20 page monstrosity where you look at it and you're just like how do you even dissect that like so yeah it it can be cool when you just have like a paragraph or two it could just be very simple very to the point and uh yeah we'll dive into it so the first short story is by chapter master althrish i don't think that's his real name i don't think that's his birth name and the story is called the vanti 32 rift damned Note, all things in parenthesis are for the reader as a side note. Do not, or do with them as you wish. Whole premise. A regiment so ambitious they think they can do everything alone, unaided. The Vanti 32nd is the last remnant of a once huge regiment lost during the formation of the Cicadrix Maledictum. Van was a minor hive world whose tithes consisted of high taxes and psychers they had. This is what allowed them to raise so few regiments. Their regiments are similar to the Vestorian Firstborn, clad in proud colors and willing to do anything to win a battle. They rely on heavy armor like the Mordians, yet their conscripts hold the line just like the Cadians and Vestorians. In such a glorious manner do they build their regiments. Their 32nd and final regiment was outbound towards the jump point when the system was enveloped and their galaxy-class transport was scattered into the depths of the warp. The violence of the transition slaughtered over half of the regiment. However, the survivors safely emerged 200 years into the future, their vessel nigh on destroyed and unsure of where they were. When they finally ascertained their position, 
they discovered that they were halfway across the galaxy in the Segmentum Ultima. They were nearly slaughtered by a splinter of one of the plague fleets, meeting a figure that could have been the, the champion of Nurgle and were forced to retreat. Their forces decimated, losing ev even their great bane blades and shadow swords. My first 40k battle. <laughs> okay. However, with the barely working transport freighter, they scoured the surrounding systems for recruits, al alamgating hundreds and thousands of guardsmen and conscripting soldiers of the Dark Imperium into the battalions and companies. They have attempted to crush the orcs of Grafete with these new troops, and though they were nearly overrun by enormous death dreads and battle wagons, the 32nd lost enormous amounts of armor and infantry, eventually came to a stalemate. They remained there, on Graffete, awaiting reinforcements and supplies, current campaign, and apocalypse battle. To be honest, this is all fucked up. <laughs> wow, okay, cool. Cool little story. Um... I can I can picture them. I, you almost you almost lost me at the beginning where you were talking about like they they're just as good as the Mordians with armor and just as good as the Vostroian. But you you weren't really saying that they were like better. Even though in the beginning you were saying they're ambitious and they think they can do everything un alone and unaided. Um, yeah, you, it's just like that fine line where it's like you don't want to put too much of we're the best of the best at everything. And I don't think you really went that far there. It was like right on the line, but I don't think you crossed it. So very good on that. Um, yeah, I can just picture like your army too. Like, and that's very cool. Like, I can picture kind of even how it works and how it functions. You name some of these more prominent imperial guards like the Cadians, the Mordians, the uh, Vostroians. I can picture them, so now I can picture your army and how it would work. So I really like that. Um, <laughs> the the uh, so they get flung into the warp, and then they come out the other side, and they basically get slaughtered by a bunch of Nurgle guys, and then they have to kind of rebuild. I like that a lot. Like I I'm so curious how the regiment would change now. Like before, they were all recruiting from the planet of Van, but now they're recruiting from everywhere. So where once you might have had that like elitism. We are the best of the best. Now you might have feral hive wilders or, um, you know, just gangers or whatever you were able to recruit in your ranks. And, like, I can just picture your formation now, like your lines where, yeah, you might have some of those old, like, 32nd van guys who look like the Vestroians with, like, you know, proud colors and gold gilded armor and all that kind of stuff. But then right next to them, they have a planet or they have a bunch of guys that were drafted from, like, this fucking medieval world where they're like, all we have is swords, me lord, but we'll serve you. You know, whatever it may be. But it just, I can really picture in how cool it kind of would just, it would look like this chaotic imperial, imperial guard force. Um, having said all that, I wonder if that's what you're going for. Like, if you are going for that, like, you just want to be able to kind of collect a little bit of everything, you know. Oh, Katachin models. Might as well just pretend that we recruited some from a planet like Katachin and now they're in my force. Or if... I guess the question is, how, how much do the recruits that they have done now actually adapt to the regiment? Like, how much do they conform? Do they still adopt that same kind of military pride and all that kind of stuff? Or are they kind of just their own thing meshed in? Either way could be very cool. But I think I like that they're their own thing. Uh, like, you just have a bunch of crazy different things going on. Um yeah, that was short. That was quick. I really don't have much to say about it. Thank you so much for sharing. I do like when people write their uh, their lore based off battles and stuff because you can really end up with some cool, quirky effects. Like, 
yeah, you, you know, you're you're talking all high and mighty about your bane blades and shadow swords until Nurgle comes and fucks you up, and then you know, on tabletop is a very different thing. So it's fun when you get to kind of write the two side by side. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, I really appreciate it, Chapter Master Altharius. Altharius. Cool. On to the second story. This next story was written by Joe, and it is about uh, the 102nd Cadian Regiment. A warp disturbance has been detected 20 kilometer from your position, Commissar Lydia, said a mechanical voice over the regiment's vox casters. The men had been pinned in a position that halted all evacuation processes. The men at Krieg lost hope as the thundering of cultists and chaotic abominations could be heard in the distance. This is Lord Commissar Lydia of the 32nd Regiment of Krieg. Chaos cultists and abominations are surrounding us, the Lord Commissar said solemnly. Prepare to fight to the la- A sudden roar filled the Voxcaster. This is Commissar Brack of the 102nd Cadian Regiment. Shock filled the men of Krieg as the 122nd Cadian Regiment had been fabled, lost in the warp in the times of heresy. Are there any survivors on the ground? I repeat, this is the commissioner of the 122nd Howling Cross. Are there any survivors? It was then that the men of Krieg began to hear loud thundering. Then, as if the Emperor himself arrived, men roared and cheered as the bone-white silhouettes of Lehman Russ battle tanks. The tanks fired volleys of plasmas and bolts ra- ra- bolt rounds into the cultists. A bright light arced through the air. The men of Krieg looked through the sky and saw combat regiments drop via jump pack to support the Krieg campaign. Wow, okay, so short and quick, I have a couple really... Pff, there's a lot to unpack there, considering how short it was. Um... So there was a 102nd Cadian Regiment that was lost in the warp during the times of the heresy. Like, I don't think Cadia was around then, and when it was, from what I recall, it was like this, like, feral world, like, I remember the book, um, The First Heretic, where the world eaters actually, and some custodes actually go to Cadia, and it is nothing like the Cadia that we understand it to be in 40k, and even more so, like, the Cadia we understand it nowadays, since Cadia's been fucking blown up. But, yeah, that's kind of one of those like minor details where you you I like the concept. Like I like this regiment that has been lost in the warp for 10,000 years, but maybe just bump that date just a touch so it actually can happen. Um cool. You you have white bone white battle tanks and I guess you like plasma and bolters. Um Howling Cross, does that mean anything? The 122nd Howling Cross or is it just some random thing but either way cool like this regiment comes out of nowhere jumps in with drop troops and saves the day um yeah very cool not much else to really say about that one. Oh, okay actually sorry one more thing so there was some terms that you use like commissar lydia that one seems fine like commissars exist but then the other one was this is commissar barack yeah i uh, i just don't know if the commissars would be the ones doing these messages especially like maybe lydia would be because she might be one of the last like commanding officers but like commissars and guard regiments are different organizations uh you should go listen to the lorehammer episodes where we talk about the scolia pagenia and the uh tempestus scions um because in the scolia pagenia we kind of talk about commissars and 
they're not actually they're attached to regiments they're not a part of it so like i don't think the commissar would be speaking for the regiment now having said that it's your lore and you can write it however you want like if that's intentional and that's a part of your lore in your own head that yeah the 122nd are led by commissars instead of regimental officers then that's fine whatever but it's just one of those things to be aware of is all that uh Commissars, while they are badass and they are awesome, they're actually not a part of the Guard Regiment. They are attached to it, but they don't necessarily have ties to it. Um, in fact, they usually don't. In, in, they, you usually don't want your Commissar to be the best friend with the guy that they're going to have to shoot in the back of the head if they don't follow orders. So, a little bit of separation of, let's just call it, uh, <laughs> regimental powers. But, yeah, very cool. Hey, I'm still super happy, Joe, that you shared that with me. Short, sweet, quick. Um, you guys are heroes of the Imperium. The Krieg, thank you for all time. Thank you for your service. Well, that was another episode. Uh, thank you for listening to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Uh, if you want to submit your stuff, just listen to the end of the episode. I'll tell you all about it. You know, Come join my Patreon or whatever. I normally don't shout out these things, so I don't know why I am now. I made ads specifically so I don't have to. Here we go. I'm ending it. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.